Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Shout out to Cameron and John Ritchie on this uh, Monday morning, 94, Monday afternoon, 94 WIP. Hey, Twitter poll question today is brought to us by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Today's question, what impresses you the most 
about the Eagles' win over the Giants from Saturday night. Now, while we could have a lot of choices here at the poll, we narrowed it down to four, and they are A, coaching, B, Jalen Hurts, C, the offensive line, D, the pass rush, all four of which were just exceptional on Saturday night and basically have been exceptional throughout the season. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. We'll give you the results certainly as we move through the show. I'll say this, um, and then we'll get right back to the phones. I, I said earlier, and I'll say it again, just to summarize my feelings of that Eagles destruction of the Giants in three sentences, they're the following. Number one, there's no doubt in my mind after what I saw on Saturday night and after watching the Eagles go 13-1 and with a healthy Hurts before his injury, there's no question I'll be picking the Eagles to win any of their remaining games this year. No question. Number two, put another way, I expect the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Now, I don't say that to be overly presumptuous and unfair to them. They still have to put the work in, you know, to get it done. But there's four teams left. I think one of the four teams, and that's the Eagles, has an above 50% chance to win the Super Bowl. I expect the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. And to be fair, you waited till October of 2017 to say that. <laughs> so, you know, we're a little behind schedule, which is good. Well, I was sort of in there in, like, November of this year. <laughs> and then Jalen got hurt. And then number three um, – you know, big picture, and this will be something maybe more for the offseason, uh, especially if they win it all. But I think this Eagles team in, in my lifetime is is pushing up on the 83 Sixers for best teams in Philly sports. I mean, I'm just, you know, I think they're better than the 08 Phillies. I think they're better than 2017 Eagles. I think they're really incredible. Now, obviously, they have to finish it off. They have to, to finish it to, off. Yeah. yeah. They have you to know, it looks, it. Like, it looks like the Super Bowl odds have, they reflect the greatness that we showed, you know, depending. All right, what are you saying? You Give me a spot. What are you saying? Eagles plus 250, Chiefs plus 260, Bengals plus 275, 49ers plus 330. Yeah, that's all pretty close, though. They're the, it is. They're the favorite, but that's jumbled. Yeah. And if Mahomes hadn't gotten hurt, Chiefs would probably be the favorite. I think definitely. Definitely. You could say. If, if it's yeah. that close now, you know, with the Mahomes injury, it has to be a role. I, I am really surprised that the Eagles are such a small favorite against San Francisco. Some play, wow. Well, I am really surprised. Are you really? I, I get it, but are you really when when we said going into the game, that was our whole thing we talked about. I know. The, the Niners were favored. Like, if the Eagles had not won like that, the Niners might have been favored in the game coming in I here. I know. So I'm with you. I think it's outrageous, but I'm not as surprised. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, but – I'm, I'm both aggravated, but also at the same time, a little happy that you can lean into. I mean, it's, you know, they can't put the dog mask on. I mean, it, well, yeah. I mean, they're not an actual underdog. They're just not as much a valued favorite as they should be. I mean, not betting value, but, you know, just uh, how they're sized up. Takeaways bet on the Eagles this week. Takeaways bet on the Eagles. I agree. Now, look, we all thought that back in 2002 when the Eagles were about to play Tampa Bay. January of 03. So, you know, it, it the rug can get pulled out from under you, but I do not expect that to happen in six days. Let's go to Anthony in South Philadelphia. Hi, Anthony. Hi, buddy. How are you, Joe? Hi, Good. John. Hey, Anthony. Well, Joe, uh, I saw a team uh, Saturday night. It looks like it's got its mojo back. I'm very happy about that. Yep. Uh, but the real test is going to be this week. Uh, you know Shanahan's going to come with us with uh, things we're going to have to make in-game adjustments. And I don't want to see what happened to us in the Washington game when we never adjusted against the run. Or what happened in the Dallas game when we didn't double cover and adjust the CB uh and, and double cover him after halftime when he had 100 yards receiving in the first half. And I think we've got to bang around Brock Purdy and shake him out of this uh, fantasy season he's having. I think it's going to be a big part of this. He's still a rookie. We've got to make him see what it's like. Playing uh, 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 playoff football. No question, Anthony. Um, let me ask you a question. You've been one of those Gannon. I'll use the term hater. Um, how do you feel now? Uh, listen, we scored we scored ninety points against this team when we actually played them in two games and gave up about 27, 28 points, I guess. So, uh, although I was very happy with the way his game plan went the other night, they're still a one-handed team. You know what I mean? Their receiving core isn't that great. So I'm really going to be happy to see what he does against. This is going to be the true test for me. And if he does what I think he can do, I will get on your airways and apologize and say I was wrong, Joe. Cool. Um, now, one, one last thing I want to tell you. Sure. I'm a very superstitious guy when it comes to sports. <laughs> a little bit. Okay? Yeah. Uh, so 
I heard, I saw this the other night, and I was shocked. Now, you see all the buildings are lit up green in the city, support of the Eagles. Mm-hmm. There's a rare green comet that's going to appear in our skies at the end of Fe- January, beginning of February. It only shows itself every 50,000 years. Wow. I'm oh hoping that time because of its color. Well, I like this. I mean, you know, Me Anthony, too. the Eagles weren't eligible to win the Super Bowl 50,000 years ago, but had the <laughs> NFL existed then, I think the Eagles would have won it that year. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was a little trivia, something that makes make people... Uh, just uh, it gives, puts, a, puts a smile yeah, on right. Face. I'm looking it up. 50,000 years. The rare green comet is coming for the, the first time in 50,000 years. That's crazy. That's, That's pretty cool. wild, yeah, man. I like that a lot. Let's go to Mike right now. Mike, you're on WIP. Good afternoon, fellas. How are you? Super, Mike. Excellent, excellent. So I went to go watch the game at a local Giants bar with my with my kids, and we made bets with everybody. I told everybody, Eagles by 20, and boy, did I have a lot of takers, and we cleaned house that night. Wow. Uh-huh. And then uh, a lot of beers that night, and I went up calling Richie in post game. I barely even remember it. My kids from the back of the Uber were like, you just called <laughs> the station. Do you realize that? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, that's good. We might have to pull that audio, Mike. <laughs> I would love to hear it because I no idea. That's fine. Oh, Listen, we could go all day long with all these players, and, I, and I, I love them all. I mean, you know, I've been there. I, I, I want to take my hat off to this coaching staff. I mean, look, first Nick. I mean, I, I mean, I love this guy to death. He is such a foxhole guy too. The way he loves his players and his fellow coaching staff. Jonathan Madden, listen, man, I'm taking a step back. I was wrong. This 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 dude is this dude's great. I mean, he you give him players, and you know what? He's put together a, a hell of a scheme, and it's so beautiful. This balance between the offense and the defense, and Steichen, they had these guys ready to play, not just ready to play. We were questioning. Well, I wasn't, Joe. I know you were. Did they did they peak too early? Oh yeah, that was a real worry. That, but you know what, Joe? I never saw them peak this year. I know many people like they never peaked. They never had their tough game. Nick had them peak now, and that's coaching. Like they are, they are just so special. They they have such a brotherhood and a camaraderie from the players to the coaches. Nick is one of them. I'm sure Kelsey has to fight Nick from putting a, a helmet and shoulder pads on every Sunday. I'm sure Nick <laughs> wants to die to get out there. I mean, man, they, I I got to tell you guys. I am, especially when I was around all these Giants, that just funny. They were talking so much. And after after Devontae scored, yeah. I looked around. I was like, you guys are dead. I was like, you're going to be paying off the end of the night. I am yeah. so proud, and we should be so proud of this team and so proud to be Eagle fans. This is going down as the greatest Eagle team of all time, and I have zero doubt in saying that. Yeah, well, I'll say this, Mike. I think it's looking that way too, man. I do. I think it's looking that way. And, and I did derive – particular enjoyment with how the two classic NFC East rivals lost their season oh, this weekend. Joe, it's right? Like, it's like uh, for the soul. It's yeah. like a soothing of the soul seeing that. It was like a trifecta. E- oh. Eagles win, and it's probably the best Eagles team we've ever seen. The Giants lose in a way. Disaster. Where it ruins their good mojo. It really have. ruins their good mojo. I mean, there's no Giant fan that can't. And let me add to that. The Giants fans actually convinced themselves they were going to win. Uh, like, that's the, they were, they were spouting off, I know. man. And, and they, they somehow were like, I know. we got this. And it makes I it so know. much sweeter. They thought I'm they were good. Really but they thought they were good. You. They thought they had a good team. They don't have a good team. They have a slightly above average team. And then Dallas losing the way they did. And you got turmoil now within the career of Dak. I mean, you do. You got. I mean, you got turmoil. Like, how good is he? Uh, it was a beautiful weekend. We'll continue to take your reaction. 215-592-9494. React to it all. Dallas and New York losing. The Eagles winning and doing so in remarkably impressive fashion. Coming up at 1230, Nick Sirianni. His conversation this morning with Angelo Plus. We'll again play the audio of what Sirianni said to Elliot Shore Parks after the game about Jonathan Gannon. You'll hear that and more up ahead. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, Sirianni at 1230 with Angelo on WIP. Hey, I'm very excited to tell you about my new partnership with United Tire. United Tire's uh, New Year's saving starts, well, it started a couple weeks ago, and you can save $120 on a set of four of Michelin's best, the Cross Climate 2. The savings are good now through January 28th, so you got five days to go there through the 28th of this month. Stop in your local United Tire today 
and get the deals before they're gone. Visit UnitedTire.com for all the specials or stop by your local United Tire store. If you're needing new tires, now is the time to take advantage of great savings at United Tire. Don't drive alone. Drive United. Yeah, it feels real good. And we could have a championship in 20 days. And I think we will. I I really do. Joe to Cameron, John Rich. It is 94 WIP. Nick Sirianni, who's been leading this charge from his spot as the head coach. His conversation with Angela from this morning, you'll hear that coming up in 10 minutes. Obviously, uh, you know, his comments uh, post-game Saturday night about Jonathan Gannon and referencing WIP and, and Angelo made the rounds. And so, uh, you know, you'll, you'll hear the back and forth between Angelo and Sirianni on that. And uh, we'll rock all the calls uh, prior to that and after that. To the phones we go. Let's go to Saul in Northeast Philadelphia. Good, uh, good afternoon, Saul. Oh, man, the reason the, the Eagles don't get the respect is because they don't, haven't played a good team yet. The Giants were not a good team. The only reason they made a big deal about it because it was New York. Uh, but other than that, they haven't gotten the respect, but they will now. You know, that is, that, is, that is part of it, because even the Minnesota victory week two looks not as impressive as you might think when you beat a three seed by, you know, whatever they beat them by, 30 points or something, because Minnesota comes off looking like a fraud. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's, an, that's an interesting point. Well, the idea being now they're going to really show who, they, who and what they are. I agree. But I have a question to ask you. Where's Lamar Jackson? Well, I mean, um, <laughs> home, home. You understand what I'm saying? No, I don't. What is... Well, I'll, I'll explain to you. Yep. The idea being, we're going to sign, we're going to sign Hertz, and he deserves every penny. Yep. For fifty million a year, approximately. You know, give or take a couple million. You know, that's nothing. Sure. But anyway, what happens if he gets hurt? I know. You see what happens when Lamar Jackson can't play? The team, it's a whole different team. When you when you key yourself on just one player, which is what Hurts is in the sense that, as far as the Eagles are concerned, so uh, he means, makes the Eagles. Yeah. So is this a be careful? Don't give him too much money in the offseason call. I'm just trying to understand. Is no, that I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe you can. Well, it is make, it is tricky. Contract. Maybe you make his contract guaranteed and pay him like $25 million the first year, nah, $35 million the nah. next year. Well, they'll never but do that. make it guaranteed. Now, so that he feels that even if he gets hurt, he'll still get the money. Listen, Saul, I know and, and appreciate That's the call, Saul. QB contracts yeah. are headed. I know where you're getting at. but wants it's, the, yeah, the it's... guaranteed money more than, than anyone else ever got. Right. The thing that, that you – look, everyone is going to get hurt when they're playing football. The thing that you have to take solace in is that this guy, while he gets hurt, continues to play and well. And he can figure out a way to, you know, do enough, manage it enough, get the treatment that he gets back out there. And, and they hold him back, you know, and, and, you know, to their credit. It has worked out. It's timed up perfectly. It did. But, you know, when you look at Kyler Murray, you should not have faith, if you're a Cardinals fan, that Kyler Murray will play through and well when he's injured. I have faith that Jalen will do that, that he can do that, that he values doing that. And so that makes this big contract easier. Makes it a little easier, but it doesn't make it, you know, not still daunting. I mean, I, our team I, will be worse no, I, I, because yeah, of the contract. Be. Yeah. But you have to assume that he'll continue to elevate his level of play, and, and every snap he gets makes him a better quarterback because he'll see right. more, he'll understand right. more. It's, it's, uh, it's the price that you pay. Yeah, no, it is. We do know, though, when he makes 50 times next year what he made this year, he doesn't become a 50 times better player. Yeah. I mean, it just. Might be a little better, but it not don't become fifty times better. It's a tough reality for their future, but you know that's an off-season conversation at this point, and that's not where have, we're at. I mean, it's don't you have faith that he'll continue to yes, grow? Yeah. And, and even though it feels like holy cow, it's hard to do it much better than he did right. against the Giants. I expect that over I, the next few years he'll continue to grow and and continue to surprise us. Listen, I I generally agree, but I'll just say think about if Aaron Rodgers this year played on a rookie contract and they had. $50 million to spend on cornerbacks and edge rushers and offensive linemen and, you know, 
it makes a difference. I mean, mm-hmm. it just it does. Let's talk to Warren in Gwinnett Valley. Hi, Warren. Hey, John. Hey, Joe. Thanks What's for up? taking my call. Appreciate it. You bet, Warren. I, I, I don't even want to talk about the Jalen Hurts salary. It just ruins the the <laughs> moment for right now. At least. I, I was a little surprised that, that call came that, in then. It, the, I, I kind of felt where it was going, but uh, I didn't want to. Look, we'll get we'll get there we'll get there in February and March. Brown music to put the put the put the uh, the feeling back. (laughs) Seltzer, crank it up again! Come on, he wants to hear "I feel good" again. Good, (laughs) sugar and spice. Wow, I feel good. There we go. You know what? I'm going to get out of the seat. Not to dance, just because I'm supposed to stretch the groin a little bit. Get the movement back in. Get the mojo going. Yep. That's better. That's better. Thank James. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a good stretch here now that I'm there out of the There we go. Seat. We yep. needed that. Yep. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Um, Joe, did you take a bottle of champagne to uh, James Seltzer's house? No. I've never been invited to Seltzer's house. What about uh, John Ritchie's house to start the year off? Never been Talk invited to his house either. Set, That's not setting true. the tone. When was I invited to your I house? I used to invite you to my house when I had a pool. You I'd would reference. Come re- on over. No, I, my come rec- on over and swim. My recollection is you would reference that you wanted to have us over at some point, but you never said, hey, Come over on Saturday. No, I said anytime. Well, it's no, open, no, no. open. You, you mentioned setting, setting the tone, anytime. and last week you you set the tone that you weren't sure that the Eagles going to win this game, and then fortunately on Friday you changed your tone uh, to pick the Eagles. Well, so that was a that was a win. First off, there was no point in the week when I thought I was picking the Giants to win the game. Was I more concerned about the game than some others, like John? Yes, I was. But it was, I'm just talking about the tone. You set the tone. Oh, okay. So you're praising me. Okay, I'll take the press. Yeah, that works. And then, and then when you you when the uh, the hammer came out this year, he set the tone. But it was for losses. It wasn't for wins. Yeah, but I turned that frown upside down, man. You turned that upside down. Yeah, no, War- Warren. I was like, you got to admit, man. Without my hammer performance on Friday, yeah, chance Eagles lose. But no chance. Yeah, wow. but uh, but uh, Warren, I appreciate the call. I took care of business. There's no chance. And, the Eagles lose. and so did the Eagles. To uh, Tom right now in Dover. Yo, Tom. Yo, what's up, guys? How y'all doing, man? Super. Hey, listen. I you know I normally don't even call in the day after the game, man. I normally wait for the week to go by, but I had to call in the day. Some Giants fans that came down to the link Saturday, man. They looked at some pitiful at halftime, Joe. You hear what I'm telling you? Could you imagine coming in with all that red, white, and blue crap on? Yeah. And at halftime, you got to go to the bathroom, and it was loaded with people, Eagles fans all over the place, busting their shots, man. We had a good time down there Saturday. Well, look, it was a party, obviously. I mean, it, it, it turned into a complete romp. And I, I enjoy the Giants fans not only losing, but realizing their team's just not that good. Listen to this, Joe. Come, come Sunday, we're going to be in good shape. I so don't start with all the negativity on the radio this week. What did I, what did I, what did, what did I say? I didn't do anything this week, Tom. Say, I didn't say. I said don't start, uh, don't start. with the negativity this week. All right, let me, Tom, let me ask I'll, this question. I need a ruling from you. When, no, I'm just gonna, I, just, I just want to ask a question. When a caller right. calls in and says there's no way the Eagles can lose to the 49ers, and we've had two of those calls, am I allowed, Tom, in your opinion, to say – well, I really expect the Eagles to win, but don't kid yourself. There is a way they could lose. Am I allowed to say that, or is that too negative? Yes, that's too negative. When they called me this week talking about the Eagles going to win, that's like John told you all week that we was going to demolish this team Saturday. John told you that every day last week. Tom, Tom do you know that I, I love you as a caller? I think I actually love you. Like, you're an awesome guy. You keep me, you keep me in check, man. I do. I got you nothing but love for you, man. The only reason why I call is to rebuttal you. That's the only reason why. That's all. Well, hey, y'all enjoy y'all day, man. Enjoy all right, y'all Tom. day, man. Enjoy this week. All right. You too, Thanks, buddy. Tom. All right, Tom. Good stuff. Sirianni with Angelo coming up in a moment. Let's get to the audio of Sirianni postgame. So, obviously, we, we all know the deal. Angelo has been very critical of, uh, of Gannon throughout the season. So, by the way, have been many others, many callers, many people around town. I've thought the whole thing's crazy. I think Gannon's pretty good. Uh, but a lot of people really believe he's not good. So in the midst of answering a question from Elliot, uh, Sirianni postgame Saturday night started talking about Gannon, started talking about Angelo, started to an extent talk about WIP. Let's listen to this exchange from Saturday night, and then we'll get to the interview of Sirianni and Angelo. Uh, here's the exchange from Saturday night. What do you think of the defense? 
Whew, man, would they score seven? Yeah, big time. Jonathan Gannon puts these guys in great positions. Obviously, we have great players. And, you know, sometimes I have to, I have to hear, like, some things about Jonathan Gannon. Like, and it, I don't know if it's you guys. It might be more uh, other people. Um, I, I won't say names. Angelo, right? Uh, but this guy is an unbelievable coordinator. The, the fact that he doesn't get respect from our radio station blows my mind. It blows my mind. And I know you work at the radio station, too, so I'm not even going to say anything about you. But, like, it blows my mind. This guy is an incredible coordinator. The People w- love to play for this guy. Like, and I uh, – listen, I don't I, – you want me to keep going? Why do you, I think you made your point. Why do you even pay attention? <laughs> why do you even pay attention? Well, I, I have – Bob has to put me on to what they're you – know, like, the only reason I got to pay attention is because Bob does such a good job at his job that he preps me for questions that I got to answer. And so every time I hear an answer about Jonathan Gannon, I, I laugh to myself. And matter of fact, coaches from other teams ask me, like, does Jonathan Gannon get here? I'm like, somehow, yeah. Like, this guy's incredible. He's going to be a head football coach in the National Football League because of what he does. This guy's a stud. He's a stud. I can't wait to talk to Angelo on Monday. Well, I really admire Sirianni sticking up for his coach. I admire that a lot. That's leadership right there. I mean, it really is. So let's listen to the interview because obviously then it's like, well, Let's hear how it goes. <laughs> Sirianni and Angelo, Monday morning, or in this case, as we, uh, as we give you an encore presentation of their conversation. Here it is from today, Sirianni and Angelo earlier today. On the line with us, ladies and gentlemen, is our leader, the head coach of the Eagles, 15-3, and three, going to the NFC Championship game, Nick Sirianni. Nick, congratulations. Hey, thanks, Angelo. All right, Nick. Now, I, it's, I'm very aware you would like a piece of me here. So uh, <laughs> let, me, let me just start by saying, how do you think Jonathan Gannon coached on Saturday night? You, you set me up for that, huh? You, just came, you came right in with that as your first question? I kind of lobbed one up there, Nick, to get this going. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, I appreciate that. Um, you know, hey, I, I, know what I, said on, uh, I know what I said on Saturday, and that, that's in good fun, too. Um, I enjoy coming on this show and, and, and uh, talking to you guys. Um, but hey, at the end of the day, too, I'm gonna stick up for my brother. Like I grew up in a tight Italian family. All I know is to is to stick up for my my family members, um, and and that's what I was doing uh, there. And so I, I actually got some stats here. You ready? Can I roll some oh, off? Absolutely. All right. First in sacks. Uh, this is an NFL ranking. Uh, first in pressure rate. First in yards per play. First in pass def- uh, passing defense. First in yards per pass attempt, first in tackles for loss, first in opponent negative plays, second in total defense, third in in games allowing 17 or fewer points, third in opponent passer rating, third in quarterback hits, fourth in takeaways, fourth in interceptions, seventh in explosive plays allowed, seventh in forced fumbles, eighth in defensive points allowed per game. So I just wanted to roll off those 16 uh, important stats right there uh, for you on Jonathan Gannon's defense. Well, Nick, uh, it sounds like you're really dying to see him get a head coaching job. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he, he does deserve it. I, I, I would say that. I don't want him to go, uh, but he, he does deserve it. And sometimes, too, like I want, I want there to be – like when you're, when you're kind of getting on Gannon about, um, you know, uh, the completions or something like that, like my whole thing – and, you, and I, I want you to get on me is what I want you to do, too, because my whole thing that I preach here – is about uh, winning the double positive. And what does that mean? That means winning the turnover battle while also winning the um, explosive play battle. And I, those things go hand in hand. I get it. And it's tough. It's not everybody can do it um, in the sense of, hey, we don't want to get, we want to take the ball away, but we don't want to let the ball over our head. And that's been our, our uh, organizational philosophy for these past few years is winning that. And so, Gannon is influenced by me, so I want I want some heat. I want some smoke. All right, when when uh, you guys are getting on Gannon too, because some of that is uh, you know, a lot of that is me saying, "Hey, I don't want to lose the explosive play battle." Well, here's uh, needless to say, after you said the things you said, I got a bunch of emails for people trying to give me ammo. <laughs> and all I want to <laughs> say, Nick, in this game Saturday night, uh, the defense was a little more aggressive, right? You played up a little more on receivers. I know you didn't have to blitz because the, the four main guys were getting through, but wasn't it a more aggressive approach than it had been in previous games? You know, we were playing similar coverages uh, that we've that we've been. I think that what you saw is just some of the the short passing game that the 
that the Giants were doing uh, allowed us to be right up on them. Um, and some of those things, you know, you saw that in Brad in uh, James Bradbury's pick, uh, that little the you know the little spot route that they ran right there. So it was a little bit of you know um, of what they were running on offense allowed us to to make it appear that way. Um, and then also, you know, yeah, a little bit a little bit uh, because we knew we had such the edge um, on the um, on the perimeter there with with Slay and, and Chauncey and, and James uh, really leading the way on that. All right. All right. On the other side of the ball, uh, your other head coach at Kennedy, Shane Steichen, had a terrific game as well. Um, that first series, this is the second time it happened. It could happen at the Meadowlands uh, week 14. First series scripted plays, magic, right down the field. Um, what's the secret here? I, he really seems to know how to dial it up against the Giants first series. Excuse me. Um, well, you know, the secret is have good players. <laughs> That's uh, that's uh, I know that was taught to me right from the beginning. You want to get, you want to, you want to be a good coach, get good players, and and teach them how to do the things, uh, you know, develop them, develop, get good players and develop them. That's the secret to to good coaching. So, you know, Shane did a great job of uh, you know, calling it all the way down the field on the on the first, you know, really for the whole game, but especially on that first on that first series, and then. Uh, you know, our guys just went out and executed and had, and you know, had the fire, had the eye of the tiger, and they, they went out and they executed. Nick, if, seeing what happened and how it energized the crowd and it got the ball rolling, if you win the toss Sunday, would you at least consider taking the ball first? Yeah, of course. That We always, we always think through all those things. Um, and, and, every, and each game's treated a little bit differently. You know, sometimes – you know, I know um, it's perceived that that's all we do is is defer, but there's times we win the toss or we lose the toss, and we don't have a have a choice at the at the matter. And um, you know, so those are those are games too that nobody really knows what we're doing. So that it's not a hey, it's not a hey, we're definitely deferring every single time. Every every decision's thought through, um, just like every decision in the game plan's thought through, and every you know scenario in the game is thought through it with, uh, with great intent, and th- it's the same thing there. Tell us about Jalen Hurts, Nick. We were all very concerned about his condition, but he looked exactly like Jalen Hurts did at you know winning 14 out of 15. Uh, yeah. Was there any worries before the game that he would be hindered in any way? You know, he said he said to us, uh, you know, early in the week, just let's go, do what we got to do to win the game, and that's, and that's who Jalen is. He he wants to, you know, uh, do everything he can do to help his team win the game. Uh, he knows how important he is uh, to us winning the football game. And so, you know, we felt confident in the things that we were asking him to do. I know he felt confident in it. You know, we obviously practiced it all week. And uh, he went out and he was in complete control of the game, um, played a great game, um, and, you know, with a lot of, in a lot of different ways that might be overlooked at times. You know, with getting us in and out of good plays at the line of scrimmage, you know, with checks, just he played a good point guard game. Um, he really did, and um, you know, I, there there was a lot there was a lot of things to like that we saw. You know, with the touchdown passes and the, and some of the runs, but he he played a great floor game, um, and really and really uh, managed the game well for us while also making big time plays. Hey Nick, um, obviously a very run heavy offense as it turned out. Was that the original plan, or did that evolve because of the score? A little bit of both, right? Yeah. You, you go in, you're thinking you're gonna, you're going to uh, do something, uh, you know, to the game plan based off of what you what you saw on tape. And we knew th- that we wanted to be able to establish the run. Now, some of that you get up or you get up big, and then that number gets inflated um, as far as you know your run pass ratio. Um, because you know we watch the games, we 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 put ourselves in every scenario. We don't want to do, we don't. We've seen some big leads blown this year by some teams, and you know we we obviously talk through all those things. When do you take the air out? When do you start to run more? When do you when do you take the when do you know? It, there's a lot of things to discuss, and um, and so you know a little bit of evolved to that way because of the way the game was going. Um, but of course, it's the the intent early on was you know to get, to establish it and get it going because you know we knew we knew that our offensive line uh, could dominate could dominate that game because of who they are as players. That is that was I thought a huge factor. Do you know uh, Kelsey and Johnson both Johnson 
dealing with an injury. Pitch shutouts, no hurries, no sacks, no nothing. Um, how big is that, Nick? Isn't that the basis? Isn't that the foundation of a winning team? Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter uh, what level you play. Um, it doesn't matter if it's my son's peewee team. It doesn't matter high school, college, uh, junior high, professional football. You win games in the trenches. You win games with your offense and defensive line. Um, and it's in period. I mean, it's you could have the best skill guys in the world, but you know, if they, you know, you could have the best running backs in the world. You could have the best skill guys in the world, which we, you know, we got really good guys there too. But if the offensive line's not protecting or the offensive line's not uh, paving the way for um, you know, the backs and the quarterback, then how do you get the play started? And so it's always about that. Good, yeah, good question, Angela. It's always about the offense and defense line. It does, and it does not matter, you know, NFL Europe. I don't even think that league exists in mean, US, USFL. It, it doesn't matter. It's always about the O-line, D-line. Nick, last thing. I just – it was fascinating to watch you on the sideline. You got a lot of camera time during the game because it was one-sided. You were very animated. And I'm just wondering, is that your playoff level? Were you feeling it more? Were you more excited than you are in a regular season game? What were you experiencing? You know, I, I like to think that I'm kind of like that all the time. <laughs> no, it and, just seemed uh, higher even. It was a little higher. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, we feed off each other. You know, I, I feed off the players' energy. They feed off my energy. And, um, you know, it's just when you're when you're when you're high fiving on the sideline after you're making plays, when you're doing stuff like that, like there is nothing better. There is nothing better than celebrating with guys that you're connected to, right? If we were just a, if we were just a group of, uh, what, we, what were we called early on? We, like we were getting compared to that uh, dream team or what? What was it early on? Twenty seventeen. Yeah, whatever. No, the what did they say, Bob? They were, they were talking to us about being the 2011. Oh, team. that was not that yeah. great a team, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you know, when if we were just guys huh. that uh, just came together and didn't kind of connect, then maybe it wouldn't be as as fun. I, but you know, we've grown together throughout the year. We've 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 kind of you know we, we've established these relationships, and that means a lot. Um, you know, when you're celebrating on the sideline with that. Nick, it's a ton of fun. Niners next. Uh, you probably checked them out last night, right? Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, we watched it. Oh, yep. your tone there. Big challenge, no? Big, big challenge. Always going to be at this stage of the game, right? Well, Nick, good luck. Uh, yeah. Nothing but success. We're having a hell of a run here. Thanks. Thanks, Angela. I know he is. Nick Sirianni and Angela this morning. Breaking bread. No fireworks, right? No fisticuffs. Like every, everybody, uh, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, no, he kind of posed it like, ah, it was all in good fun. <laughs> he's annoyed. And not based on what you just heard, but he, he, he thinks his guy got him fairly treated. And mm-hmm. he's sticking up for his guy. I, I got no problem with that. And he did add. And kind I of, don't, James, I don't, can I just say, it's kind of like when uh, the caller called in five years ago and ripped, yeah, ripped yeah, Richie. Yeah, you're right, it is. And I, and I stood up for Richie and said, hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. What did he call him? Just like a, just another fullback? Aver- or, or like a average football player or something yeah, like something that? Yeah, something like that. I'm like, wait a minute, man. My guy, no, a journeyman. It was a journeyman. Mar- yeah, I think marginal, marginal was the term. You're a marginal player. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Nick said today uh, that a lot of that conservative game planning on the defensive side of the yep. ball is because of him, uh, you know, taking it on himself, trying to, you know, ease the pain on Jonathan Gannon Ooh, to some degree. Ease his pain, eh? I don't know. Dream of, of Field of Dreams reference. Do you buy that? Like, like um, I, I feel like Jonathan, based on, and I'm just trying to piece this together based on everything we know, but, you know, listening to these guys in press conferences, but it does feel like Gannon has a lot of autonomy. And early on, Sirianni was always talking about how he goes and talks to Gannon about the offensive perspective of things. Right. And then he lets Gannon be the guy to decide how that affects the way he calls games. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I buy the hey, the conservative approach is all because of me. You know, meaning Nick Sirianni yeah. is responsible I, I don't know. for the way I, the defense looks. I don't know. I think Gannon's good. I think Gannon uh, is not crazy, flashy, flamboyant defensive coordinator like we all kind of enjoy. Yep. And so he gets a bad rap. Well, I think he does get a bad rap. I think that's part of it. And, and one other thing I'll say with the five openings left. And the fact that it's not like these hiring cycles this year have been um, 
filled up quickly. It tells me a guy like Gannon would probably get grabbed. I mean, Gannon, Dan Quinn. I don't know. It's I, not. Look, a, it's not I, a guarantee. I don't, but I don't think. Well, it's been a tepid market so I far. Don't Nothing's happened. Feel happens, right? concerned. Nothing's happened. I don't feel concerned about Steichen going somewhere. I don't feel that concerned about Jonathan Gannon going somewhere. There, there are. It feels like there's a, you know, that little circle, five teams ish. Yeah. And th- there are a lot of really interesting candidates out there. And and from a Gannon perspective. I do think that the off- the young offensively minded head coach is preferable for a lot of these organizations. Well, it usually yes, but so I don't think that helps us. We'll case. see. I, I think there's a good chance we have Gannon back. I think there's a good chance we have both our coordinators. Could be. All right, let's go to Will in Northeast Philadelphia. Hi, Will. Fultron, what a great day and a great weekend, man. I'm telling you, yeah, man. A sure lot of was. great games. But um, let me jump right into it. Let me just say, right, the reason why the Eagles are the way they are because they're a great team. They play together, and they, they believe in each other, man. And that all started from Jason Kelsey, man. You know, in the beginning of the season, he had a little talk with him, like, look, man, let's not, you know, get overboard and, you know, think we the best. We got to show we the best. And that's what we've been doing. We've been number one you know, all season long, man. And we still ain't get our props. But you know when we're going to get them props? When we win that Super Bowl. Then they can't say anything about us. You know, so the the, the journey don't stop until we win that ring. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and we got a great we got a great uh we got a great team to do it. And what I want to say is what I want to what I want to see this Sunday is a lot of shifts, audibles and a lot of hurry-up offense to wear that defense down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I've been looking at – I've been watching San Fran, and their defense is very tough. But we can beat them guys, but we got to wear that defense down. You know, and, and also, you you know they're going to have a spy on Jalen. That's another thing we got to look out for. But I'm going to say this also, and I'm going to end it. Like, we don't have to overthink this. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because – Everything we've been doing all season, we've been doing, and we've been doing it to everybody. Everybody that stepped into the arena, we're beating them. And like I said, we're going to get our props when we win that ring, baby. Well, I like it, Will. I mean, I I tend to agree. And I I just think the Eagles are continuing to get disrespected. I mean, such a small line between the Eagles and Niners, I find um, ridiculous. I, I think the Eagles were the most impressive team in the divisional round. I would say the second most impressive team was Cincinnati. John, let's touch on that. We, we really haven't done much on the other games yet. Let's just quickly detail. I mean, Kansas City and Jacksonville was all about Mahomes' ankle. KC won as expected. Obviously, they were in a little bit of peril there for a brief period of time until they stabilized things with, with Mahomes' ankle. But, but once they got through that, then it's like, okay, KC's going to win the game. But they're a much, I would, I would say, a much lesser threat to win the Super Bowl than they were before that game was played because I think his ankle is really going to be a problem. I thought Cincinnati was the second most impressive team this weekend. What they did to the Bills, I mean, they really took apart the Bills. That game was not very competitive. No. It, was, it was obvious very quickly. I, I think there's – It echoed our game. I mean, it, it was did, but less dominant, but against early. the better team. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, the Bills obviously are a much better team than the Giants. I could I, – I can't get over – Josh Allen, the way his play has yeah. just become so sloppy and haphazard and, and does not value the football the way our quarterback values the football. Uh, and Joe Burrow continues his uh, just stellar uh, late season play. The, this guy, he's figured out the whole scheme. Like, he yep. has his team rolling. He He's really good. What, when you watch him throw the football, that that is – so unique the accuracy that he throws the ball with it is it's never out of place it's always leading his receiver to the proper side away from the defender it's always incredibly catchable you know Joe Burrow is better at throwing accurately than our quarterback is our court but but Joe Burrow I think he's probably the best in the NFL at that, which is amazing. Basic and accuracy. And reading the field, too. I mean, if yeah. you just watch his yeah. head, yeah. like, it's wild. He, like, goes so quickly yep. through his so progressions. Yeah. Can you imagine when he was at LSU with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson? Wild, I mean, we don't have to imagine. We saw it. He threw seven touchdown passes, I think, in the first three quarters of a championship game. I think he had, like, six at halftime or something. By the way, I thought Joe Mixon, John, looked really good 
mm-hmm. in that game. He's quite the player. So, you know, it does feel to me like this is setting up because of Mahomes' ankle. It feels to me like this is setting up for an Eagles-Bengals Super Bowl. Even without an injured Mahomes, they've lost three times in a row to the Bengals. Yeah. The Bengals sort of have their number, and this is a game of matchups and everything, and, and it really it, – man, I'm, I'm surprised that that game isn't uh, as – what is the line on it right Kansas now? Kansas City's a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay. Well, I guess that's that – I kind of – close, yeah. It's pretty close, but I I'll tell you – I think the Bengals I, win the game. I like the Bengals, too. I do, too. Yep. Let's go to Bama right now. What's up, Bama? What's up, fellas? How's it going? Great. Truly great. Hey, um – I had to get off earlier because while Anthony was on, I hate I missed Anthony's call, but I love when Anthony calls in. He's talking about <laughs> that defense. Okay. So I know, um, and I and I got a question to ask you guys about that interview today too. Sure. I'll listen to that afterwards. Um, the thing about gaining defense, a lot of defenders are always hollering about the seventy sacks. This guy, this defense has been facing teams with leads. I would say it's got to be near 80 percent of the time during with that snaps through, through the year. That's true. And so teams were behind in the game. Right, with big leagues, too, because we were dominating the second quarter at one point. Yes. It does help. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so teams are leaving the run game. That helps your run game a lot. And it leaves in the pass. And that plays right into the hand of the best pass rush rotation in the league. Right. And that's why we get those 70 sacks so easily. So, well, yeah, it's part of it. But I won't say it's a huge part of it. I mean, the biggest part of it is they just get home. I mean, Hassan Reddick the other day got home. I mean, right out well, of the jump. Think about the last you know? couple games. I mean, it, it's like for the first drive, we're getting the quarterback on his back on the ground. This this last right. game against the Giants, right. you had Hassan yep. Reddick with the sack on third down. Hassan Reddick with the sack on fourth down. That's the that's the third and fourth play of the game. Yeah, totally. So we're we're getting production regardless of what point in the game it is, but it absolutely helps us that teams have to play from behind. Right, and I and I want to say this. You know, Gannon was perfect Sunday. If I see him um, go at Gertie like that on Sunday, I'm mm-hmm. fine. But I, we can't go into the game the way we defended Dak that second game against Dallas or against New Orleans where they had a nine-minute drive to start the game. Uh, we, can't, we can't have that loose coverage. So if, maybe he was sandbagging all this stuff, you know. Or maybe it was like Sirianna was saying. Maybe Sirianna has been kind of um, puppeteering the defense a little bit and saying, hey, you know, loosen up a little bit. <laughs> you know, don't sure. give it the big play. And I don't know about you, Joe, but I got a problem with that. If, if that's what's going on, then, I mean, we can't do that. The rest no, of the listen, I'm, a, a, I'm just hoping a, a, that we don't. No, but Bama, a head coach has a responsibility to oversee the whole team. And, and, while, yeah, and, while, yeah, you, and yeah. while you think of the defensive coordinator who comes from the other side of the ball than the head coach as generally having strong autonomy, Schwartz with Doug, Jim Johnson with Andy, Gannon with Sirianni, it doesn't mean the head coach is not going to put some directives out there. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's Harry Truman, man. The buck stops here. I mean, from a coaching standpoint with the Philadelphia Eagles, it's on Nick Sirianni. So it's his job to give instruction and make some demands from time to time. Fred in Springfield. Hi, Fred. Hey, guys. Um, thanks for letting me jump in. Um yeah, it's tough to listen um, while I'm waiting because i got so much to say. But um, <laughs> when you were – when you were talking about uh, our owner, um, and you may have mentioned this, but, you know, the guts to spend a second-round draft pick on Jalen um, when we had Hurts, I know at the time I thought we were spiraling into the, um, you know, to the depths of Washington and Dallas and just, you know, getting dysfunctional. But, you know, I have to admit, you know, it, it was a great decision, obviously. It was an right? incredibly – counterintuitive draft pick and it was in my opinion in my lifetime the single most heavily criticized draft pick I've ever seen in Philadelphia sports there's so much that could have gone wrong that did go wrong with that draft pick and and not with the draft pick I think we're underestimating how much work Jalen has put in no I agree with a new staff than the one that made the pick yeah but my point is if there's any like Carson but if you're going to go to the Carson went off the rails because Hertz got picked Carson was already going off the rails Carson proved he was headed toward nothingness already but and Jalen, it, he hadn't proved it yet but we've seen it since and it's not because the eagles drafted jalen hurts which well, some jalen's people in nothing, 2020 try to tell you was jalen's nothing like the drafted quarterback that 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 they 
that they brought in. I mean, they could have. Well, sure. I, I can't imagine anyone expected the the level of improvement that he's. I done. agree with that, you. The, I mean, yeah. that's remarkable. Yeah, Fred, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. So, um, you know, the other thing was, did you see Kelsey? It almost looked like he took that one lineman and threw him down with Justin's right arm. He did. Um, he might have. Uh, that was just. <laughs> yeah, it's so that's all about leverage. That's a guy who that understands was... yeah, leverage and, and looks like a wrestler out there sometimes. Remarkable. Fred, great phone call, man. 215-592-9494. Elliot Short Parks with the latest on the Eagles. We'll find out any injury news coming out of the game. Elliot's early assessment of the Eagles and the Niners and obviously the destruction of the Giants. It's all on the table, plus more. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. On WIP. Hey, if you've uh, been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, well, now is uh, the time to get in on the action with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. That, of course, when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. I've already told you, I think it's a unusually small line between Philadelphia and San Francisco. I think Philadelphia is a really, really good bet. Obviously, there's a lot of ways you can bet that game or more. You can do it all with FanDuel Sportsbook, including betting the money line, point spreads, player props, and more. And you can also lock in with same-game parlays, in which you can, of course, uh, with uh, get a bigger payout. So check it all out with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. Place your first $5 bet. Get $150 in free bets. That's win or lose when you sign up using promo code HAMMER to make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.